See, he would have been on the show today, bro, but, you know, he was in here doing some work. He still thinks you record. Yeah. How, how bright do you like it out there? Like, uh, I, It's really bright. Is it? Yeah. Are you going to change your mind? What? On here? No, if I can do the four out here. No, just I'm just I'm telling you right now. Just don't do the one above my booth. Well, I'm just letting you know right now. You're going to be talked into it as much as possible. <laughs> what? Oh, he's thinking about trying to get it done, but I guess after you were talking, he was like, "Cool." No, I it, it's completely useless light. You did. It think? is completely useless. Mm-hmm. If we had the big L bracket wall up, then yes, but we don't have the wall. All four of those lights will give off more than enough, and I don't need a counter light to my fucking. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, we want to see the shine on your head, man. That's what we want. That's see. bright enough to do it. Trust me. <laughs> So those ones will be too. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I think that is. Yeah, it's a two foot by two foot, completely useless light. It's the only one in the shop. Yeah. Okay. And it's fucking pointless. Hmm. I don't understand. Are you gonna try to take it out and put a just a yeah? I'll just put panel. A, I'll just put a panel over it. There you go. Okay. So what's up, man? What's up, you? You're meal prepping. Well, no, I was prepping dinner. Oh. So that way when I leave, they can just throw it in and it gets cooked. Ah. Yeah. Turkey? No, I made, I uh, was cutting up potatoes to make steak fries and then just marinated some steaks. So you're going home to some grub. I'm going to go home. It's probably all going to be gone. I won't get any. Really? Yeah. Man. Usually how that works. I'd be kicking my roommates out to the fucking curb. Well, it's not my roommates. It's my brother-in-law. Oh. Oh, I thought it was your roommates. No. Oh, okay. My bad. No. <laughs> No, because on, on Sunday, I have family that comes over for dinner. Oh, they're at your house? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I thought it was like at your in-law's house. No. Okay. No, they all come over to my house. Oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So what's up, man? I just told you not a goddamn thing. Why not? Because. <laughs> You're mad about last night, aren't you? I know you are. Oh, mad about what? I'm mad about it all. The fact that I turned off the fucking match as soon as fucking, like, Joe, they rang the bell. I was like, I don't need to watch Joe. Fuck it. I don't care. You knew who was going to win? Yeah. Okay. Dude, LA Knight's over, but they're not giving him the fucking title, so I'm like, I'm not fucking watching this fucking fight. Okay. So you didn't see that one. Did you watch all the other ones? Yeah. Which one did you like the most? Yeah. Um... Honestly, like not really any of them. Really, I, I didn't really think there was any good matches last night. Okay, like they all just had their own spill. They were, they were, they, they you could have done all those matches on Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> like the only big thing that, f- that felt big about it was Rhea Ripley's entrance. Because of how they like, yeah. Because it was all with the dudes walking down and shit like that. They like gave her the like thirty fucking. Yeah, they gave roses. her that. Yeah. Other than that, it all was SmackDown and Raw shit. Okay. Well, maybe they're keeping it basic. And I'm tired there. of hearing the term "goat" and "greatest of all time." Okay, well, where'd that come from? From because Mysterio had it on his fucking pant leg. Okay. Had 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 goat all the way down his fucking pant leg. Yeah, they're right there on his tent. Yeah. And then every time fucking phone line Tim making an appearance. Yeah, then every time fucking John Cena threw a wrestling move, Michael Cole was like, oh, the greatest of all time, most inspiring, the greatest of all time. Okay. And then fucking Joe showed up, and I was like, I'm fucking done listening to fucking greatest of all time. God, there was one line that Michael Cole said that I, I'd have to go back and retract what it was, but. Oh my god, he said something, and I'm just like, did he really just fucking comment that it was something about like someone's entrance? But it was like being, it sounded like he was going in a heel version, and then as soon as it was like, like he dropped the line, it was like something positive. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I liked Cody's coat. Did yeah, I liked Cody's <laughs> coat. That was dope. <laughs> 
What did you think of all the ladies just in? They don't look different to me for some reason. Sometimes when they're in those when they got the full suit, suit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just they look like American gladiators. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, like that's the thing is like Rhea can wear that, and it doesn't look any like it's not a change for her to put half like a latex top on. Like I mean, that's completely normal. Okay. Like it just it, it goes with her gear. I almost thought she was gonna lose it. I seriously really? thought, yeah. You didn't like the whole Sammy Zayn coming out and pulling all the fucking the money in the bag. Oh no, I I like I dug Sammy like, and I did like Jay Uso popping on her, you know, out of nowhere and shit like that. Like that was funny and mm-hmm. stuff, but I just they all that shit could have been a SmackDown or a fucking Monday Night Raw. Yeah, like straight up. But they have to have what? What is there? Some ties that they have to make like one or two shows out in the Middle East at least. Well, yeah, I mean they're 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 doing it to keep the because they've got a contract and stuff for it. But I mean they could have. Isn't there an owner that's part owner of this that's from Saudi Arabia? No, they were that was who was trying to buy it when uh, Dana White's company bought it when TKO bought it. <laughs> but yeah, I just I I don't know. I, it didn't feel like a pay per view. Like it was just eh. okay. Especially like the last ones that they've had there were like a hell in a cell and a fucking elimination chamber. Wasn't the last crown jewel there? And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. the last crown jewel, like the crown crown jewel is always there. But like crown jewel, they had crown jewel the elimination chamber, crown jewel hell in a cell. Like they had big fucking matches, mm-hmm. not just all oh, the titles on the line. Big There's only deal. one title change too. Yeah, I mean big fucking deal. Okay, did you like the title change? I can care less. Did you watch that fight? Yeah, it. There's a lot of fucking spill on that. I don't know how to take it. Just on everybody looking at Logan Paul like catching him yeah. in midair. Like oh, that, if that he, could have if, if he would if he wouldn't have caught him, he ran to land and hurt his fucking could have legitimately broke his fucking neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. And I, I trust me, I hate Logan Paul. I can't fucking stand either of the Paul brothers. Mm-hmm. We heard my, all my comments about him yesterday. I fucking can't stand the Paul brothers. But as an athlete, you got to respect him. Yeah, especially with doing something that, you know, well, that, when it comes right at yeah, you. Yeah, I, I was going to say the the what, the what the springboard backflip fucking Holden Mysterio. Was Logan just standing a little bit too far back or did well, he just no, not? I just It's just one of those things where just somebody wasn't calculated right and all were rotating and shit like that. But like that fucking the fall away slam where he held him in his arms and did the backflip off the second rope. Mm-hmm. Like, that's seriously some impressive shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I can think of, like, maybe three other, four other dudes that can do that shit. And that's hella impressive for somebody who's been wrestling, what, maybe a year. So, I mean, athletically, you got to give him credit. Yeah. I thought it was cool, kind of cool when Ray was telling him, like, I know what you did. I know what you did. Which he could have been referencing the brass knuckles. He was. But, but yeah, but if you really look at that, like, he might have been telling him, like, in a positive way, like... Did you not hear what Logan said to him? Well, yeah. I, yeah. Just, I, I was listening. No, it's just purely heel face buildup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has nothing to do with him catching him. Well, I know. I'm just saying it's just under the under sense of it. They don't ever break kayfabe right there. No. So that's how I see it, but it could be different. I was going to say if he said anything to him, it was during the pin. Okay. Because, yeah, he, okay. Yeah. Because that's the same time, like, when, you know, Jimmy and, and uh, when Jimmy beat fucking uh joe and he pinned him and joe said i love you mm-hmm. it's dur- during the pin is when they say stuff like that mm-hmm. when the rock said it to stone cold when he retired him during the pin okay because that's just the whole end yeah because they're there that's usually a far away shot and it's not up close so they can say whatever they want and it's not going to get caught on a mic and it's not up close mm-hmm. okay yeah because when he was talking to him yeah you, you could hear it yeah clearly. They're, they're right up there yeah so okay I I bet he's retiring though soon though. Ray? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Ray's been doing for fucking. He needs to fucking retire. forty years, bro. I mean, he needs on, to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you haven't even been keeping up with AEW, huh? <sighs> Not really. I I've I've been watching some of the MJF stuff, but I just I can't. Did you watch the last one? I watched bits and pieces of it. That whole dynamite was actually pretty dope only because of the MJF stuff. Yeah. Like everything that MJF did was great. Yeah. Fucking Wardlow coming out, slamming him against the fucking walls. But it's because the only person they have that they're actually trying to write a storyline around. (laughs) What do you think about the rumors though? 
Apparently, after Revolution, he's supposed to be losing the belt, and same thing as Jade Cargo. That's the rumor. Wouldn't surprise me. Would you? Would you like that? I don't see. I, I I don't like him and like and like Adam Cole and and all that shit. Like Adam Cole was in NXT before. Yeah, and I know that's where he came from. Yeah, and and stuff like that. And I just I don't know. Like I that, that's the thing is like all those Bullet Club guys like they come in and out and shit like that. And the only ones that have really like made it made it are Finn Balor, AJ Styles. And then uh, the, the two the, the two bald guys that always wrestle with AJ Styles, like that's the, they're really the only four dudes from like Bullet Club that really made it like big big. Mm. The rest of them all coming in and out. Like Kenny Omega is huge without having to be in WWE. Okay, he's huge. He, he doesn't have to. He doesn't need to be there. He could he can come and go wherever he wants. And his his legend, his career is solidified. Guys like MJF and Adam Cole and stuff like that have to find something else. So but you see MJF doing it. I can like I, I I see him coming to WWE. I, I don't see him lasting in WWE. Oh, okay. Just lack of story or I I think he'll he'll he's not good enough. Okay. Like wrestling wrestling wise, wrestling wise, the dude's talented as shit. And in AEW, his talents aren't getting put to the use that he needs to. Hmm. On the mic, he will get shut down. On even in WWE, yeah, really. WWE is the only place where it has better people on the mic. Okay, Jericho is good. Jericho used to be great. He's not great. He's not the way he used to be okay. in WCW when he first came in. When he was doing like the list and shit like that, Jericho was would kill you on the fucking mic. Jericho is not as good on the mic as he used to be. Was Jay Lethal in WWE? No. Okay. He was Ring of Honor. So when he was taunting Ric Flair, that was in like Impact or was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that was that was TNA. Oh, okay. Yeah, when they were doing the woo off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's never been. No. Okay. What about, no, well, you hate him, but I mean, what about Jeff Jarrett? Jeff Jarrett, I, I, I know you hate him, but what Jeff, his comparisons are within the both. Jeff Jarrett's worked everywhere, but that's because just Jeff Jarrett knows how to work. Jeff Jarrett was raised in the wrestling business. Oh. So Jeff Jarrett knows exactly what's expected. Because he's like he was raised by like his dad and stuff like back in like the sixties and seventies, like as a kid working in the business. So Jeff Jarrett knows what's expected, how you do it, and what's fucking good and what's not. That's that's I mean, I don't have to like him, but like as a character, I don't like Jeff Jarrett. As a person and as a wrestler, I got nothing but respect for Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, he's a great performer but yeah i just yeah i just i fucking hated his characters his characters always bothered me okay but yeah i but he never really changed characters though right like he's never really been he, he changed the persona of jeff jarrett he was a country singer and like a country player well, yeah yeah he when did. he came in when yeah, i first saw he, him. yeah he did that and then he did the fucking he came into wwe and had like the light up hat and shit like that and was with deborah and stuff like that and then when he was in wcw he had the fucking glass like the pit viper glasses on and shit like mm -hmm. that and was doing that thing the guitar thing is just the only gimmick that's ever stayed with him that like he's used yeah, that as a weapon. always been there yeah yeah and it's weird too because he doesn't even give that same vibe as like the honky tonk man. Like him no. when he came yeah, he, out, and he never he did. was always like playing it yeah. and everything. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett was never that. He just <clears throat> he just walked with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And who's another character like that, or another person like that? That in some sense you like them, but you've never really been a fan. And Kurt Angle, did you ever you liked him? No, I actually I always liked Kurt Angle. Okay. Like even when, even when he was like the the Olympic douchebag and stuff like that. Like I've always liked him. Even when he was a baby face, I liked Kurt Angle. What about Cody Rhodes? Uh, Cody's Cody's always been one of those ones that I knew eventually he would find a way to be himself. He just had to find a way to get. He had to do the same thing that Dustin did. He had to find a way to get out from underneath the dusty shadow. Mm. Which that's what he did at the very beginning. Um, not um, Dustin, not Cody. Yeah. Like when he first came out, I was like. Gold dust? Well, see, and gold, <laughs> gold dust wasn't until like 10, 12 years into his career. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't know it was a change. Yeah. Because he, he, he was in WCW as Dustin Rhodes. Mm. 
And and then like or Dustin Runnels, and then he became Dustin Rhodes, and then he you know he had fucking Dusty with him and shit like that, and then he left there, went to W. See with WCW, bro. Like I've I heard a lot about him growing up. Like I would always watch WWE. I was watching Hogan, watching Warrior, watching Macho Man. Uh, but you would hear. I would hear about the Road Warriors. I would hear about Sting. I would hear about Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. I would see pictures of these guys, so I knew what they looked like. But I never watched them. Yeah. Well, and and like like Sting, Sting never got to WWE till like the like two thousand stuff. And this was after the after, NWO. After, yeah, after WCW got bought down and shit like that. That's yeah. when he finally came over because he was the, he basically he was their Undertaker. He was the one dude that never wavered. He was always WCW. Yeah. Like there was never a thing that was going to change there. Flair went back and forth and back and forth. But he didn't go back and forth till after the switch as well, right? No. He went before? Yeah. Okay. Because I don't recall him before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he went back and forth a couple times. Because I was watching it in Texas and then moved to Kansas kind of straight off from it. When I moved here in 97, my cousin was all about WCW. He was like, dude, you got to see this shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I started, oh, this is the wrestling that Sting's in, that yeah. Ric Flair's in. Yeah. And by this time, NWO had already been created. Yeah, and, and by the time by the time NWO had showed up, fucking pretty much Hogan had created control over everything and was taking the company. Yeah. <laughs> Which is still... Well, yeah, by that time, Flair had already been, already been in WWF and left and went back to WCW and then came back. No fucking way. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. See, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. He he did that. Um, the, I re- the, I recall the, 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 the Road Warriors technically had done that. Well, yeah, I remember them. I remember them coming in as Legion of Doom. Yeah. So I remember those guys. Yeah. Yeah. They had done that. Um, I, I, I remember the appearance first appearance of undertaker when ted dibiase yeah. brought him out like i remember all these yeah. events yeah because up until about the 90s right when the 90s started 91 92 that's when we moved and that's when i just lost all take with it yeah. i mean dude i lived in the house with fucking all these spanish guys bro they'd come home they'd watching tv and fucking waiting for dinner and stuff i couldn't just go and hey can, can i watch wrestling could yeah. i I was the kid, like, I'm not going to be stuck at home. Fuck y'all. I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah. so no, I get none of my friends were into wrestling. So, <laughs> yeah. I just, I've always found it appealing just because I know the script side of it now. I know what to expect. Oh, I, because I, see, those are things. Like, I, I never, like, I, I always knew it was scripted. I not saying I didn't know it was scripted, but even back in the day, people would always say like, "Oh, it's fake, it's fake," and I would try to see like how how's it fake? Like, yeah. I, like, but then I wasn't as educated as I was as yeah. I am. So, looking at that take, that's the thing with me is I would see someone and they'd be a fucking heel and they'd be an asshole. I'm like, no, fuck you. Like at one time, yeah, I was yeah. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I was that kid. You know, I wanted to be, you know, a warrior came out. Fuck Hogan, you know, yeah. warrior. But then, as you say, we start seeing, like if I was to watch that shit back in the day, <laughs> I mean, for one, I want to see if I'd even be, you know, attentive to sit there and watch it. Yeah. Like, am I going to sit there and be interested? But watching it now, it's like, okay, no. Hogan would not have been a favorite. Warrior would not have been a favorite. Yeah. You know, Macho Man would have been a bigger favorite. Like, yeah. it's all these things that change. Yeah. And that's all it was for me. It was just the lack of education on it, lack of information. So that's why at the very beginning, Razor Ramon. I I didn't like Razor Ramon because I, I wasn't that type of... Chico was the shit, man. Now looking back <laughs> on it... Chico was the man, bro. That's what I mean. Is it, Dude... If I would have heard the way he talks out of kayfabe back in the day, yeah. I think I would have changed. Like, yeah. I, oh, yeah, yeah, he's cool as fuck now. Because it just was so mind-blowing when I heard him <laughs> fucking talk like that. It's like, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah. You're not an asshole. <laughs> yeah, as you say, Scott Hall had a huge influence on fucking so many people in the fucking wrestling. Yeah, the Sting one, that one's always a fun one. The Sting, fucking DDP, all the shit. I mean, there was shit with Macho. You put your hands like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, fucking Scott Hall had gave so many people their fucking gimmicks, bro. Yep. And yet he still had his own. Yeah. That was the shit. Because as Razor Ramon, even changing over, transitioning to Scott Hall, it was like, here, same character, 
different name. He'd come walking out with that this, strut with his thing. hands. And that's, that's the thing is, is if you talk to Scott Hall about the way he walked and the fact that he had the, the tooth, toothpick. toothpick was because of Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them, he's like, I, I totally Jack Kurt Hannon shit. He's like, because they used to do that fucking that 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 spit the bubble gum out and they fucking uh-huh. smack it. And he's like, and they showed it at the end of the fucking thing too. Like he'd win a match and they'd show it again. I was like, I gotta have something. They do that shit with me, so I got a toothpick. Flicked it, and he's he was always just flicking yep. at someone too. And he's like, and any any the other thing you learned from Kurt besides the walk is like, anytime you take a picture with somebody, stand on your toes. Okay. He's like, if you, and he said, he's like, if you can ever find a full body picture of Kurt Henning standing next to somebody, Kurt Henning's on his tippy toes. In every fucking picture. He always stood on his tippy Make toes. Look taller. <laughs> How tall was this motherfucker? Let's see. That's going to be some funny shit because I've never really looked to see how tall he was. Yeah. Do you think he's in the six feet? I, I think most wrestlers are, in all honesty. Except for. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about like Rey Mysterio. I'm talking like actual like most fucking wrestlers. <laughs> Even Dominic's over six feet tall. He might be. He might be dead on at six. Six three. Kurt Hennig? Yeah. That seems about right. He's still tall boy. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to be bigger. <laughs> exactly. Well, because I mean, think of him because the dudes he was going against, like if he's wrestling fucking Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. Scott's gonna have a little bit on him if he's wrestling against Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash is gonna have a lot on him, so you, you got to be up on his tippy toes when you're going face to face with him. So you're looking, you're trying to look him like almost in the nose instead of looking in their fucking forehead, you know? Okay, yeah, it was him, Kurt Henning. It was such a trip just to see him. I guess you could say once I started to realize that these guys don't just play a heel all yeah. the time, or they don't just play a face all the time. That's when I was like, okay, I get it now. I get it. I get the fake scriptness of it. But yeah, I get the more scripted part but, of it. And I mean, you can ask anybody. Taker's the only dude that was Taker all the time. Everybody, no. everybody else, they would like when they got back and they went backstage and stuff like that. They were they were they were their regular self. And they were, oh, you mean uh, but, they would break out of cage? Yeah, but okay. Taker was Taker for like. <laughs> 30 years and that's exactly what everybody says and even Taylor was like look I wore my sunglasses I wore all black you didn't see me out running around fucking playing sports and shit like that I was in black I was I was Undertaker all the time all the time you didn't see him and until they did that fucking the documentary on him four or five years ago like when just after he were just before right he before he retired yeah like that's the first time you saw him and not Taker. But he kind of loosened up a little bit after he went through the whole badass stage, but, right? But still, he wasn't Mark Calloway. But he would still he, just be he like... Was, he, was, he was Taker. Mm-hmm. But he knew that he had to evolve to be able to stay relevant. So he turned in from Undertaker into the American Badass. But at that point in time, like until that happened, until he became the American Badass, Taker was always Taker. Backstage, on interviews... During live events, anytime you saw him, he was 100% Undertaker. Mm. There's a clip of him bitching out Roman Reigns <laughs> for breaking kayfabe. Like, is there checking into a fucking hotel? <laughs> like, Roman makes a comment to him, and, like, Taker turns and looks at him. He gets, like, right up in his face and says some shit to him. And Joe's like, oh, fuck, oh, all right. And then Taker <laughs> walks the fuck off. Okay. I, I, I could see it. Like, that's that's just... That's why he was the flagship dude. That's why you didn't fuck with him. Whatever, if he approved of you, you were good. If he didn't like you, you fucked. Mm-hmm. Taker was the man. And did you ever watch him wrestle in WCW? <sighs> not that I remember. The skyscrapers, Mean Mark Callis. Like, yeah, I was gonna say not. Not really that I I can remember. Because I mean, like the the twin the twin towers were Sid Vicious and fucking whatever the other dudes. Yeah, was. and then he left, or he was taking a hiatus yeah. or something one day, or was it Sid that was taking his hiatus? No, it was the other guy. Okay, and then he came out with Sid. Yeah, he came out with Sid and did that for a minute, and I mean, yeah, and he did the, he did the whole mask thing and shit like. That. But no, I mean, nothing that I really remember is is. So when you 
Picture Undertaker or Mark Callis. It's, Mark it's Callaway. Yep. Yeah, it's taker. it's basically from the beginning of his yeah. WWE career. Yep. Yeah, he's Taker. Okay. Straight always has been. And he's always been a heel, basically, right? Taker? Or, taker? or Taker's just Ta- neutral, take- chaotic. Yep. yep. Taker's does whatever the fuck Taker wants to do. And there, there's sometimes where he's the bad guy, and there's sometimes where he's the good guy. It just depends on who. But he's just that same yeah. character. Yeah, he's, he's always been. He's always been Taker. And okay. depending on how the storyline is written around him, either he's the good guy or the bad guy. Because there was there, he, him and Kane had like three or four different feuds. Mm-hmm. And at one point in time, when Kane debuted, Taker was the bad guy because Taker let him burn. Mm. And then when they had feuds later on, like Kane was the bad guy. I remember. I remember when Kane appeared. Yeah, it came out. As came out and brother. Yeah, and, and they r- were like ripped the door off and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. In that one, Taker was the bad guy. Okay. In that storyline, well, against against mankind, in the couple of ones they had, he was heel and hero. I guess you really couldn't distinguish an actual side from either. Yeah. Because there was just no point. I mean, there, there was the time where where I mean, he had the whole fucking the dark ministry where he had the acolytes and all those guys and shit like that and was torturing Stone Cold and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he went through all that, and he was the bad guy. And then at the end, it ended up that it was actually Vince, not Taker. And shit like that. Like, he had the whole Ministry of Darkness thing where, where Taker was taking over everything. And turned, he brought the he brought the brood back. He fucking got, the APA was the Acolytes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he had his whole dark turn and shit like that. It just depends on how they wrote the story around him. But he was always the same character. The other guy that's in the brood, he's still alive, right? Gangro? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Where's he at? Uh, I think he works for WWE as one of the trainers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if I've ever asked you this like dead on with wrestling. We've always talked about factions, stories, everything, upbringings. Is there one story out there still from like the moment you first watched wrestling till now that just sticks out that you were just like that was a good story or what? The the whole mankind Undertaker feuds, mm-hmm. those were always perfect. Absolutely perfect storylines. Way that they handled the promos. Everything about it, because both of those guys cared so much about everything they did and would talk and discuss everything they did, Mm -hmm. that they were were flawlessly executed. They were so good. And that's the thing is that's that's the one thing about Mick is he may not be the greatest athlete, but that dude will put his body on the line for anything, and he knows that to make up for it, his promos have to be some of the best you've ever seen. He was really weird and to me right as, when he first as, came out. Yeah, as, but, when, he, when he was mankind, when he was like that, that whole talking to himself and ripping out his own hair and shit like that, which he was actually ripping out his own hair. Mm-hmm. Like, those promos are five stars, and you can't fuck with them. <laughs> Like, you can't fucking touch those There's promos. There's only one promo they're, that comes close. They're to so good. And as much as I love Macho Man's promos, I love. I Yeah, tr- trust me. Give that, the, that, the, 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 the cream, of the, the cream of the crop. Like, that's a great promo. But, like, anything done by mankind when he's sitting in the fucking basement talking about it and shit like that and referencing Mick Foley's baby or, you know, Mama Foley's baby boy and shit like that. Like, those promos make you cry like you feel like holy shit like they make you feel something (laughs) they do and it's it's those are some of the best promos across the board that you'll ever see like those those are those are literally like career forming promos Mm -hmm. like like triple h losing his shit on jr and calling himself the game and changing his whole fucking career which was not a scripted fucking line the whole Stone Cold Steve Austin against Diamond Dallas Page, and he turns around. And he's like Diamond or John three sixteen or something. He's like Stone Cold three sixteen. Yeah, says yeah. I just kicked when, your ass after he just beat the fuck out of Jake the Snake, the fucking King of the Ring, and he's standing over there and he says, hey, you, know, you can thump your Bibles and John three sixteen. Yeah. Stone, Stone Cold three sixteen says I just whipped your ass, which he just rattled fucking off out of fucking nowhere that was not scripted that was not scripted. and now listen yeah it's- tr- triple h being called the game 
is because he loses his shit after they fucking did the the curtain call thing with fucking Scott Hall and Kevin Nash before they left. And him and Shawn Michaels fucking give each other a hug in the middle of the ring and break kayfabe for the first time, like visibly. It was right after and, that match, right? Yeah. And, and, and then, and, then and, that Monday they went those, to the- those those two left and it's and then, you know, they all do get up on the thing and do their fucking buys and then Shawn Michaels gets fucking like he loses the title or some shit like that. He gets injured, so he doesn't get fucking fucked with. Scott Hall and and Kevin, Kevin Nash, Nash are over at WCW, so they can't say shit to them. So Triple H is the one that got shit on for all of it. Got beat down for all of it. And in that fucking interview with JR, he's screaming and he's like, I've done my fucking time. I've done fucking everything for this company, blah, blah, blah. Everybody talks about, you know, like you got to know the game. I am the fucking game. That's where it came from. Yeah. And from then it showed up like on the next fucking Raw. Everybody's got so Triple H the game like that. He created a whole persona by legitimately just screaming at JR. <laughs> Like those are those are the best promos, the ones that where they start to let part of themselves show through, mm-hmm. which is what Mick Foley did, and him and Triple H cut some of the greatest promos that they they fucking had. Stone Cold did the same fucking thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's just those ones that they just they just hit just right, and Taker was always Taker, so all of his promos were exactly what they are. And my my favorite thing from Taker that I've ever seen is fucking him and him and Kane. And it's it's like it's a, a blooper, and they're cutting a promo against DX, and Kane's supposed to say like you know we got three words for you, and Taker goes rest in peace. And but the blooper is he, Kane says we got three words for you, and Taker goes go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Did Kane like lose it? <laughs> they they both like both of them just stand there, and you can hear the camera crew loses it, and then they break here like all right. This, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Uh, <clears throat> so you don't think MJF could pull a promo? Not even not saying record breaking or anything, he, but you don't he, think he could pull a promo like that? He can pull a promo like Joe used to at the very beginning of his career. Really? Yeah. You don't like Joe's you, promos now, huh? Yes, you're a sniveling, suffering succotash. Like he's gonna cut promos like that. Is that really why AJ or uh, LA Knight brought that up? Yeah, <laughs> he said it to Seth Rollins. Yeah, no, he said it to Roman Reigns at the table when he signed yeah, the contract. But Roman said, "Oh, it, Joe, Joe said it to fucking Seth Rollins." Oh my god! After the Shield, that always you little sniveling, suffering succotash sucker, some shit like that. This was after he betrayed him. Yeah, with the with the chair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck, bro?" I love how go, dude. Go back. There's a reason he's with Paul Heyman, because Paul had to teach him how to cut fucking promos. Because John Cena ran him into the ground one fucking night. Just go ahead, take the mic. I dare you. And you, look, I'll give you one, and I'll get a new one. And Cena ran him up and down in fucking live crowd on a fucking Monday night about how he can't cut a promo for shit. Fucked him up. This was before Paul Heyman. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Like before he left for his leukemia, whatever it was, shit like that, fucking just ran and people would run him into the ground. He couldn't cut a promo for shit. Was his debut with the Shield? Yeah. Okay. So like he didn't. He wasn't in. I know he was in NXT before, well, but yeah. Well, he so, wasn't, so was Seth, and so was and, and Dean so, Ambrose. Yeah. They all came out of that fucking thing, and then they when they brought him in, they brought him in as the Shield. Like they were just a new faction yeah. created that yep. day. Okay. Yep. Yeah, they came in that way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to have to go back. Oh, and dude, the motherfucker could not talk on a mic to save his fucking ass, bro. Was shit. Absolute trash on the microphone. But he kind of still and, is. He, oh, he's so much better than he used to be. Well, yeah. Which isn't saying much. <laughs> but he used to be bad. It's insane. Bad. <laughs> Like, could you see him acting the way he does now? Like, was his name Roman Reigns when he first came out? Yeah. Okay. So his yeah, name it, it, has it, it always was been Seth, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. With the show. So yeah. Dean Ambrose is the only one that's had a chain, a name change. To yeah. Well, I mean, I, name, I think but. when, like, well, at one point in time, Seth Rollins was something black or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He and and he wasn't Roman Reigns when he first came into NXT or anything. I don't think either, too. So, I mean, I think once they all got to WWE, they got they got changes. But mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But I mean, yeah, like Dean Ambrose before he got into the to the the whatever developmental program that was, he was he was John Moxley before that in in other companies. Yeah, because that's his real name, John Mox. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just I want to go Dude, see all Moxley can cut a promo. Moxley can fucking talk. The funniest shit I ever saw him do was when he was fucking with Jericho and kept bringing up the house plant that like they had named for some reason. And oh yeah, oh, through AEW? No, in, in, oh, in WWE. WWE. Okay. Yeah, when like Jericho had his whole fucking show and like how like there's like the the like Kevin Owens has his show and the Miz has it. And okay. There's, there's the Australian dude that's got his now. Yeah. Jericho used to have one of those. And fucking like Moxley attacked him one day and hit him with a plant. And somebody made a comment about the plant having a name or something like that. So for like the next month and a half, like Moxley kept showing up, cutting promos, holding like a fucking potted plant <laughs> and like talking to it and shit like that. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. But he's good on a mic. Who's been one of the worst best ones? Like other than Warrior, because Warrior to me is gonna be like Oh War Warrior was god awful to watch fucking cut a promo because he just yeah. screamed at his hands the whole time. And he was just saying um, the most asinine shit. So you just the children of Mars. The, yeah, it was like the spirits are coming into my Did you ever watch Raven try and cut a promo? <laughs> Where he just flopped down in the corner and I'm the best and why don't you love me? Like he was he was hard to watch cut a promo because he was just a whiny cunt. Um, he, he would fall down like he did in the ring because in the yeah, ring like, he yeah, just he go would, and yeah and lay down in the middle of the rope and then they he just grab a microphone and sit there and talk into him like you guys don't respect me and I should even waste my time with fucking wrestling in front of you because you don't fucking deserve it because I'm Raven and the flock and blah blah blah. I remember seeing that when he was with Raven's flock. Yeah, it was yeah Raven and Billy Kidman and. Mm -hmm. Again, a dude that can't fucking cut a promo to save his life, Perry Saturn. <laughs> that dude, all he had to do was stand there. He really uh, do you do you remember when he got he got he they they told him that he got a a brain injury and he had to start like he came to the ring with a mop. Do you remember any of that? Uh, vaguely. So that whole storyline was punishment. He fucked up in the ring and injured somebody. So Vince McMahon is like, okay, as punishment, your character now has a traumatic brain injury and you're in love with this mop and you're taking it out there for the next 12 fucking weeks. Go fuck yourself. It was a punishment. Damn. Yeah. And this is when they were in WWE? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Shit. He fucked up and, and like injured somebody. So Vince was like, here, here's a mop. It's your new best fucking friend. You love it. Your character fucking loves this fucking mop. You're all about the mop. You're basically the janitor from UHF right now for the next 12 fucking weeks. My mop. That's who your fucking character is because he fucked up. Do you remember who he? Um, it, it was one of the like one of the actual like star stars. Like he hurt somebody, not like like a major injury, but enough to be like, okay, look, you got to pay attention to some shit now. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I remember these guys in WCW. I never saw them in WWE. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, I was gonna say because when I think at that point in time, like they weren't because they had there was the one point in time like it was it was Raven and Billy Kidman and Perry Saturn and somebody else like there were i think there was four of them wasn't in, in um, was it was me, shamrock was, i swear shamrock or well when, De dean malenko I was say when, when they got in wwe it was dean malenko and perry saturn and it had to have been dean malenko then because chris, i remember him it was chris benoit chris benoit yeah, he was dean malenko um, they were the radicals or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. And they came in there. Yeah. And then, yeah, he injured somebody there and they were like, okay, here's your punishment. Damn. Yeah. I remember like Juventud Carrera, uh, Eddie Guerrero when he first started coming in. Yeah, and again, Eddie cut some of the best promos you've ever seen. In your and life. it was so crazy because no matter how close him and Razor Ramon were, they were still yeah. so fucking different. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. If, if there's there's uh there's one called it, it's it's one of Eddie's promos that he caught he cut against Brock Lesnar and they call it the addict promo. Yeah, in the ring. I saw <laughs> that fucking promo, dude, is so just Eddie being Eddie. And in, I was trying to look at Brock, and Brock yeah. was like, even, Brock, even like, Brock's like, God damn, dude, all what, right, fucking, like, like, I'm just gonna stand here and take it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you can't say shit, like, you can't cut Eddie off. Like, he's going, and you're just gonna have to fucking take it. Yeah. And Eddie did that, like, it's like a 10 minute promo. Mm -hmm. And fucking every word of that shit is gold. Yeah. 
So and, that was a good promo. Yeah, that's one of those promos like, okay, well, I guess who's going to win it now? Eddie fucking Guerrero, because he just turned everybody that wasn't a fan now fucking loves Eddie Guerrero because of one fucking promo. Mm-hmm. It was just that good. That's why Chris Benoit never talked. And he was always like a he was always a heel, basically, right? Well, and that that's the thing. Again, he's one of those guys that he, he even when he was a heel, you still cheered for him. Well, yeah, but a lot of people like he never really was a face face though. I, I mean, it again depended on who he was wrestling. When it was him and Mysterio wrestling for Dominic, yeah, he was the fucking villain. He was, he was, he was, easily, the, he, was, he, was, the, he, was the he was the heel the whole time. What about when he was in that uh, promo for Brock Lesnar? When he was against Brock Lesnar, and once that promo was over, they both were heels. No, <laughs> no, they 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 were both baby faces after that promo because like fuck, I see why Eddie's doing it. Like yeah. Eddie's he, need, he fucking needs it for everything to validate. He's got to fucking have it. And, and this was even still before uh, Benoit died, right? Yeah. Because he lost it Yeah, after Benoit died. Like, he went off the fucking deep end. Well, Eddie died first. Yes. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Chris fucking yeah, lost once, his. Yeah, once Eddie died, Chris lost his shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, Eddie was fucking just, I mean, incredible on every level. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was one of the few guys that you couldn't out-wrestle or out-talk. Yeah, and see, I remember him from WCW, and that was great. Yeah, because he'd come out with Chavo. Well, he his his Rey Mysterio debuted mm-hmm. in WCW against Eddie, and yeah. that that was like their like sixth or seventh match like ever against each other because they had wrestled a couple of times before and like underground lucha stuff like that. But when he came in there, that was the first time like they ever had like a, like a really big match. Hmm. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I love it, bro. I love it. It's just it falls under that lines of like movie trivia, just everything. These are just those things that I just I love finding out more about because it's like cool. Yeah, I don't I'm not gonna go and publish a book about it or anything, but it's great to just, you know, know all this shit. Yeah. I mean, imagine how many people out there know all like all this trivia, but about something random. You know, sometimes Dude, they feel like it's useless. We but. don't even scratch the surface of like wrestling shit. We don't even scratch the surface of the depths of it. Oh, well, yeah. Like, at all. Like, uh, there's, there's dudes that, like, have legitimate, like, every every week their podcast is strictly wrestling shit. Yeah. And like, it, that's their main focal fucking point. Fucking insane to listen to some of those dudes. Because the shit, I'm like, how the fuck do you even figure that out? I'm like, it's all I've ever fucking done. I'm like, God damn. But even going back and watching, like, documentaries and everything, like, you're still finding out shit. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. this last season of Dark Side. Or Dark Side of the Ring, um, Junkyard Dog. Yeah. I had no fucking clue that this dude was like a coke addict. <laughs> I didn't know he was just like, <laughs> yeah. Now I understand why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like a lot of these just, they're phenomenal to me. I just, I don't know if I would have changed any of it other than maybe I want to know what wrestling would be like. If we had taken Hulk Hogan out and never existed, like I, I think he did have a big impact. Oh on yeah, a lot of they, shit. he he did. But I mean, he for when he was Hogan, he was Hogan, and that's that's what everybody locked onto, and he changed the name of the game. He changed the way. As much as I hate to be, like he was the Michael Jordan of wrestling for a while. Mm-hmm. Like he completely changed the way everybody looked at it and brought it to the mainstream. And right now, would be Taker though, right? He would basically oh, yeah. be considered yeah, the no, Jordan no. of T- Taker, without a doubt, is is the one constant, the one like you can't. He's the unfuckwithable. Mm-hmm. Like Hogan, Hogan would be like LeBron James. <laughs> like he did some shit, but all right, he's good. Yeah, he's got his he, pride. He was good. Yeah, like he ha- he had his he had his run. He did some shit, but yeah, there's still just those flaws that he does. Yeah, and like I'm I'm not gonna put him on like like I'm I'm not gonna put like Hogan's like the Kobe. No, fucking, I got more respect for Kobe than that. And I don't even fucking like Kobe that much. But fucking, really, yeah. I thought he was a little cocky, but that motherfucker could put up the oh, numbers. And that's the thing is, is like I, I couldn't argue with Kobe because I'll I, I put it like this. I didn't like Kobe as a player, mm-hmm. but as a person, I got nothing but respect for Kobe. Like just like that dude's work that that dude like he's the only motherfucker that worked as hard as MJ did. The mm-hmm. only other dude, yeah. And that's because he asked MJ about it. 
and like shit like that. Like that's the one thing I gave him props. He was like, look, the one dude that I will always call, he's like, I was like, you can compare me to Michael Jordan all you want. But at the end of the game, everything I have, you get because of Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. And I, once I heard that, I was like, ah, I got it. Cool. Do you know what team he was drafted to? <laughs> he was not a Laker. No. Uh, my brain wants to say Boston, but I know that's not fucking right. Mm-mm. To a really white team. I, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. Like I'm not even. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna act like I can tell you. Uh, Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He got drafted because it was the same team that uh, Jordan was on at the time. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then Jordan let go of it like years ago. Yeah. But and Jordan came back as a wizard. <laughs> so if you look at that. Cool. We have the 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 Kobe Bryant, the 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 Michael Jordan of wrestling, blah blah blah. Who's the Tim Duncan? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Tim Duncan of wrestling? Uh, Who talks the most positive shit? Because <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, every time I tell my boy Rozzy, Mark Henry. <laughs> He's just one of the greats. Mark Henry is the most positive shit talker in wrestling. He's the Tim Duncan of wrestling. There you go. I will, yeah. No, I, I like I love said, Mark Henry. I tell my boy that, Rozzy. Like, dude, I know you're cockiness. I know you're there. But if you're going to talk shit, talk shit the way that Tim Duncan. Oh, yeah. Like, there's nobody that I compare to him as like, well, oh, hey, yeah, great shot, man. Too bad you made, didn't make it. <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, if you listen to anybody talk, like any of the guys, like Kevin Garnett and all that shit, when you listen to them talk about the one dude that talked shit to him that fucked with them, <laughs> Tim Duncan. <laughs> and it's always like, man, Timmy just just like, that's a good shot, boy. Like, he'd fuck you up with like a couple of words and throw you <laughs> off like you got so pissed at him. Because you didn't know if he was being underhanded or not, that it fucked up your whole game. And that was my whole, that, like, I didn't know that shit until a couple of years ago. Or, like, just like I'd find little clips of it and shit like that. And Kevin Gardner just like, a, a fucking Timmy would fuck you up, man. He come over smack your ass, be like, it's a good shot, boy. <laughs> Too bad you didn't make the other three. And, like, he'd be like, what the fuck, man? And if you, it, that's the thing is, like, if you could actually get Kevin Garnett shook, that's some shit because Kevin Garnett had everybody else shook. Oh, Kevin Garnett was a beast. Well, and that's the thing is, is I think he was like the epitome of fucking Sean Kemp after he left. Yeah. He well, was the next one. I'm and, like, oh, shit. And that was the thing is everybody thought Kevin Garnett was talking shit. Kevin Garnett wasn't talking shit. He was telling the rest of his team what the fuck you was about to do. Like, he was like, oh, two on the left side, they ain't shit. Like, he was telling the rest of his team they got two on the left side, but you need to worry about the right side. Mm-hmm. Like he was commanding the court while he was talking through talking like coded talking shit. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Okay. And the dude that's doing that, the only dude that fucks him up is Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. It's fucking amazing. Okay. So we've distinguished who Tim Duncan is in WWE. Here we go. We got two of them. I'm going to give you two right here. Okay. Don't matter which way you go because both have not been champions, but okay. they should have been. But one's got, one's your big center main big guy and another one is your fucking shooting guard he's fucking three-pointer john saxon no <laughs> who's the reggie miller and who's the patrick ewing of fucking wrestling bro <laughs> oh i mean come on some of these guys should have won championships Sid vicious is the patrick ewing <laughs> god damn it comes down even to it's, the hair it's, it's, yeah right it's real fucking accurate isn't it <laughs> That's real fucking accurate. That was almost like just skin color but, yeah, things, like yeah. nothing else. Yeah, it's like it works out. It's all the same. That, at, that, out of black leather. They, they was they, they was closely coordinated, but not really fucking. Um, he never really was a champion, right? Like not, not really. I mean, like I think he won like a U.S. title or some shit like that, but like nothing. Okay, but hold on. What about Kevin Nash? Because he was a big boy and he never had. No, he did. Yeah. He won it from Goldberg. Yep. Never mind. Yep. It was Scott Hall that never got the yeah. main title. Okay. Yeah. So anyways. And so I'm not going to put Scott Hall as. No, 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 no. He's in his own category. He's way more coordinated than Patrick Eating was dude, by the way he walks. Dude, Scott Hall is fucking John Stockton. But he, he's, he had the numbers. He's got the That's fucking true. style. That's true. <laughs> he just didn't Re- have. Reggie Miller. Yes. Ooh, who's Who? the, the Reggie Miller of wrestling? Just a oh. badass three-pointer but just never had the just fucking was, was always always there was always reliable but just never got pushed 
See, I'm, I'm almost thinking Cody Rhodes now, but that's just me. <laughs> no, because Cody, Cody always got pushed. Okay. Cody always got pushed. That's like saying Randy Orton never got fucking pushed. <laughs> they both got pushed just because they were family names. Okay. Um, Reggie Miller. Because, dude, just giving highlights to Reggie Miller, he had that one game, three three-pointers in less than 10 seconds. He shot one, stole it, shot one, yeah. stole it. I'm like, as, yet, as, as weird as it is, dude, like the the guy that, that put it, that put it all up, that was solid, that put up all the numbers, that was there like every time, but never got a title. Dean Malenko. Okay. Uh, yeah. You, you couldn't ever say shit about how skilled he was. Because he had, he knew what he was he, doing. He out wrestled motherfucking anybody. <laughs> and he was a hardcore cruiser, and, and, right? And, yeah, and he was yeah. there, and he he did every division. He ran everything. He wrestled against heavyweights. He wrestled in ECW. He wrestled fucking featherweight dudes. He wrestled fucking lucha libre dudes. Dean Malenko, bro. He just never had, had that mad title. skills, but just never got the push for like a big title. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, how would you say, Colby? And Macho Man, like, would you give that the Macho Man of the NBA or the uh, WWE, or what, who would it be? Because he's had championships. Yeah, he's flashy. He's, he's uh, got he, the attitude. He's uh, got. You, you know, here, you know, you know who Macho Man is. Macho Man is the Shaq of the NBA. Okay. So then, who's the Warrior of the NBA? The Warrior of the NBA, Ben Wallace. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn! Uh, <laughs> if anybody's I, listening, please but, go watch but, Ben Wallace. Just type in Ben Wallace Detroit Pistons free throw shots. I swear he does it on purpose. <laughs> I mean, how do you throw a free throw and you're like, no, I want to miss. Like yeah. you're like throwing it but, past. But, I mean, is it Ben Wallace? <laughs> no, <laughs> just. Ron Artest. Okay, it's Ron Artest. Yes. <laughs> hmm. John John Sally, maybe? <laughs> no, it was John Sally actually had coordination with talent. Yes. Um and, and he had some skills. Uh, shit. Come on. Who, who would who would be the fucking warrior of the NBA? It's gotta be somebody loud. What what what, 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 what is it? Meta World Peace? Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, Ron Artest. Yeah, Ron Artest. Yeah, it's, yeah. Actually, you know what? <laughs> Ran up into the crowd, punched the motherfucker for throwing some popcorn on him. Yeah, he's. The, yeah, I'd give it Ron Artest. That's fine. Okay, <laughs> so now that's that. Yeah, that work. Yeah, we got. See, we, the only reason I put Macho Man and Shaq on there is because they both had rap albums <laughs> and, and championships. <laughs> and I'm not mad at either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I am mad. At, I am mad at either. Shaq Fu. Hey, hey, man, that new fucking song he's got with Coyote. Uh-huh. He's a bad motherfucker. He suddenly figured out how to rap again. It's just hurting people. Did you hear that rap he did about Kobe? Yes. He- <laughs> yes. I didn't know whether to give him props. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, like, like you got to think about it because, like, when Shaq used to do interviews, they used to give him the shit about have the balance ball. Like, my name is Heck. We had a good game. I just like to do some free throws. Maybe work out a little bit more. Mm. And then he made a fucking rap album <laughs> where there's Macho Man who cuts a great promo. And then just if you get anywhere near him after that, it's just, oh, yeah, he's just wrestling in the mood. And then he's just gone. It's the same thing. He just had a bounce of ball. Like, I don't know what the fuck he just said, but he probably meant that shit. <laughs> same thing as Shaq. Okay. That, yeah, I get, yeah. <laughs> they are some, they always had different angles. You know, yeah. Shaq went to a different team. Yeah. They just, like, they, he was they, the king, macho. It, yeah. it was, yep. yeah, okay. Yeah. Dude, we're getting somewhere here. We're getting somewhere. Okay. So we're not even going to ask who the Joe is because there's not even any fucking point. But anyways. Fuck Joe. I do want to ask you a dumb question about him, though. About Joe? Because it also involves Terry. Okay. Seeing some numbers lately. This is a serious part real quick. Seeing some numbers lately. Like Joe's thir- at 1,200 like, um, or 11. 13 last night, wasn't something. it? Like 1300 something. 1,300. Whatever he's at, he's still about 100 or 200 shy of Hogan. Yeah. Okay. 
but the wrestling uh, matches. Huh. It was like 400-something to 50-something. Yeah, he said, he said 29 title defenses. Yeah, 29, yeah. He's, re he's, retur he's returned to SmackDown. Returned to SmackDown more times than he's had title defenses. That's just some more Returned shit. to... That means the motherfucker hasn't been there for like, I don't know, a month or two. And then Joe coming back to SmackDown tonight. And then six weeks later, he does a fucking match. So this is why he's the LeBron James of the WWE. Listen, I don't and see. I feel bad about that comparison too. On whose end, <laughs> LeBron? <laughs> like LeBron? Least, I, I can't, dude. Le, LeBron's there and at least works. <clears throat> Let me. While you're telling, tell me about this. Tell me. Dude, I, I want to hear why you would do that to Joe. Because this right here is what I'm talking about. Because that's why I don't like LeBron. Okay. Because of the Cowboys and Eagles. Well, just because he's a Cowboys fan. But yes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> My Eagles are winning, so we don't have to hear this shit I, here in a minute. Like, how the fuck does that have anything to do with LeBron? <laughs> uh, no, because well, I mean, like the similarities. I will give him this. They both run their fucking mouth. Okay. A lot. Um, they are far more successful when they are surrounded by far more talented people. Okay. Um, and once they get a championship, they will do everything they can to lie, cheat, and steal to hold on to that bitch. <laughs> okay. We went over those last six years. The only thing I will give LeBron over fucking Joe is the fact that he shows up more often. <laughs> okay. He plays more game in the season than Joe has done title defenses. Yeah. So I you know I'm just I was like that. And when he and there's the other thing is Joe used to talk shit on Cena and Brock Lesnar for not being there to defend their titles. I have and I'm watched like, uh, Brock Lesnar a lot since I've started watching wrestling again. And and look, when when Brock had a couple of title runs, I will give it he would get the title and you wouldn't see him for three or four weeks. But in those three or four weeks, like he'd go and fight MMA and then come back. Whereas Joe just goes home <laughs> and then comes back and goes and watches his ER. Yeah, he goes home and has a tea party with his daughter and is being a good dad. Great. Good for you. Um, you hold the fucking titles. Show the fuck up. Yeah. This is why I'm glad he doesn't have the world title. He's only got the undisputed Look, titles. So. That's why I'm so glad that Seth got a championship mm -hmm. because Seth is there every week and will fight anybody at any point in fucking time. I actually liked his match with Drew. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, him and Drew, like, that's they the thing. did a good match. They were the best match of the entire night. Yeah. Easily. Mm -hmm. And you could tell that Drew was just like regretting not joining, but. Yeah. Okay. Now, <clears throat> I know it wasn't that good. Who's the Carl Malone of wrestling? Really, dude? Yeah. Who's the Carl Malone of That's wrestling? That's like asking. Is, is, really? that, is, is that the same thing as saying who's the Dennis Rodman of wrestling? Exactly. It's, it's, Dennis, it's Dennis Rodman. The Carl Malone. Why do you think of, I the, haven't thrown them the names Carl at Malone you? Carl Malone of wrestling is Carl Malone. Okay. You really want to know who the Carl Malone of wrestling is? Yeah. Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> That's just, it's just because he wrestled with him. It's just fucking association. It's like saying, the, the, oh. That Val Kilmer was the best Batman? No, yeah, it's uh, fucking I, my, my brain went, that's just like saying Dennis Rodman is the Hulk Hogan of wrestling. Bye. Oh. Right. No, I got way more respect for Dennis Rodman. Than, I would hope that. so. Yeah, way, way more. Dude, when Carmen respect. Electra opens the door to Michael Jordan and she's she, afraid to say she, shit. She didn't open the door. She hid when Michael Jordan came to get Rodman. Because she didn't she, want to see she the, didn't she want, want she, Jordan to see yeah, the cocaine on she, her she, ass. she didn't want to meet Michael Jordan that way, so she hid in the curtain while Michael Jordan came to get Dennis Rodman and drag him back to the game. And she was fully naked. Yeah. With cocaine on her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how that's why she hid in the curtains when MJ came to get Rodman. So no, I will not put Rodman on the same level as Hulk Hogan. I would not put the only reason I would compare Hogan to Jordan is just because of their fame in their business. Well, just that's just, it. Just because of, of how much they they elevated the worldwide uh association. Association of it. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Is 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 all that Hogan but did. If you really want to get technical now, even going by numbers. Undertaker is the fucking oh, yeah. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Taker, Taker easily is the Jordan and, and across the board. Uh, I would say he's probably the Wilt Chamberlain. 
No, Michael Magic Johnson. Mm. You know, I will. I will say that Undertaker is the Larry Bird. No, I talk about Terry. No, he's Jordan, bro. Mark is Jordan. Okay, Mark is Jordan. That's yeah, fine. That's this fine. Is, this is, and we we will give. I will give Terry like the Isaiah Thomas of wrestling. Okay, he's there. He did some shit, but most everybody thinks he's an asshole and doesn't want to hang out with him. Okay. Well, See, wow, that's fucking dead on. <laughs> and so you got like a couple others that are just random names that I that I would say Larry and Magic, Stone Cold, The Rock. You never know. I, you know what? I you're just I'm, they're all around some great guys. I'm, I'm kind of aware. Maybe the Rock's kind of a dick, but you know, <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> fine. The Rock's kind of a rock's dick. Kind of dick. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good in the hood. Okay. Try, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. Would you give those names who, then? Who would the AI of wrestling be? Ooh. No. Brock Lesnar. No. Doesn't ever show up for practice. Shows up, fucks people up, just leaves. <laughs> He's the AI. He's the AI of wrestling. Okay. Doesn't need to practice. Just show. It's like, I miss practice. <laughs> practice. We're talking about practice. I, I, we're, talking about, we're talking about SmackDown. I missed SmackDown. SmackDown. Showed up the pay-per-view, fucked up everybody. I'm going home. I won. I'm <laughs> I showed up. I balled out. I'm going to fuck home. You can suck my dick. <laughs> Which I I love when my kid, you know, I know she was on the show a few episodes ago, but she was talking about like, yeah, when I say, can I ask a question? Now she'll say question and I'll go, Alan Iverson, because <laughs> that was the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Your two girls in the back of the car just looking. I asked you a question. I thought I was getting an answer, and like forty-five minutes later, you were still fucking talking. And I don't know what the hell you were talking about. It's the funniest shit in the world. This is why you don't have kids. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we have. Oh. Then who is the Rey Mysterio? The Rey Mysterio of wrestling, of basketball, of basketball, John Stockton. Okay. Okay. Then who is who's the other one? Who's Phil Jackson? Is that the Paul Heyman? No, cause cause Paul never wrestled. Phil played. You gotta have somebody that did both. So who? Bobby the Brain Heenan. Oh shit, dude, you are fucking <laughs> reading my mind. <laughs> 